Hello, fellow Robo Capitals. Hope you're well. Let's take a look at the long end of the yield curve. We know that it's been inverted, yield curve in general, for quite some time. And we know that this is the most extreme inversion we have seen uh, pretty much anywhere on the curve in decades. So the debate out there is, okay, number one, do we have a recession? Do we not? Number two, if we do, is it a hard landing or a soft landing? And I'm not here to give you a prediction. I mean, my, my base case is that it's hard landing, but again, it's probabilities, right? There are no certainties at all. And I think that what we'll see is more and more of the mainstream media jump on the, oh, we've avoided the recession bandwagon. And I think you might see the numbers improve with maybe housing, with uh, the labor market, the jobs market, just like we've seen. And that kind of gives people a false sense of security. And then when no one is expecting it, or very few people, then bam, that's when we get the right or the left hook from Tyson. Maybe he was... Maybe he's famous for the right hook. Anyway, the hook from Tyson that knocks you out. The rug pull, if you will. Uh, and I think this is actually what the yield curve is telling us. Now, again, maybe it's wrong. And I think an, an interesting argument that I haven't had heard anyone talk about is one of the things that could be enhancing the yield curve inversion is the fact that the retail buyer is so active in the bond market because of quantitative easing producing so many bank reserves the banks don't have to compete for your deposits. I haven't heard anybody talk about that, but and I don't know that that would change what the yield curve is saying to a significant degree. I don't know that that would change the inversion to a significant degree, but I think it's definitely got to impact it. If you guys watched last night's whiteboard, or we've been talking about it on this channel as well, we talk about how the retail investor is on net balance, the only one really buying treasuries right now at the long end. So obviously, more demand, price goes up, yield goes down. So if they're not in the equation, well, we know that that would most likely bring the price down, yield up. Would it do? Would it bring it up to the point where we wouldn't have the inversion? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But I think it's definitely a variable worth considering. And again, I don't. I haven't heard anyone talking about that. But more specific to the point, I want to go over a video that my good buddy Jeff Snyder just did. And if you're not following Jeff's channel, I mean, what on earth are you doing here? And uh, <laughs> and he's actually, you know, one of the tough things about Jeff is for a newbie, he's very difficult to understand because he uses so much industry lingo and such esoteric terminology that it's just like, whoa, it's like a fire hose. And I know when I first started listening to him, that that's the way I felt. And I'm like, man, I'm only understanding like 5% of what this dude is saying. And for me, I, I, I hate that. Like that's, that's a challenge. Like for me, that really, really motivates me to, to understand, to do whatever I need to do to understand everything he is saying. But most people aren't like that. And most people kind of, eh, kind of, they, I'm not going to say it turns them off, but it just doesn't resonate with them. But now what Jeff started doing is incorporating some visuals into his videos. And I think that is going to make a huge, huge difference. So Jeff, if you're watching, buddy, uh, keep up the great work, man. If you keep adding those visuals and the B-roll and the cuts, you're going to increase engagement and you're just going to continue to spread your incredible message to, to the masses. And that is definitely a good thing. But let's go over to Jeff's 
most recent video. And his channel is Euro Dollar University. Again, I cannot suggest subscribing enough. And uh, this is one of those visuals that I just talked about that Jeff has started to incorporate, or maybe his editor. And I don't, and Josh might actually be helping him out with this because I know Josh was trying to get him headed in the right direction with thumbnails. But anyway, he points out kind of what goes in or the three main components of the yield on a long-term bond. So let's just use a 10-year treasury as an example, because that's what we're always using when we're looking at the curve and the inversions of the curve. It's the two-year versus 10-year, one-year, 10-year, three-month, 10-year, et cetera. So you've got these three main components. And actually, let me expand this so you guys can really see it. Oh, perfect. Awesome, awesome. This is great. So starting on the far left, we've got the three main components. So expected path of short-term interest rates, expected future inflation, expected future growth. Now he's got long-term bonds here, and I would actually prefer to have long-term treasury because if we're talking about like a corporate bond or a mortgage-backed security, then you've also got to add in there a risk premium. And uh, with these long-term bonds, you know, they're considered quote unquote, risk-free. So you don't really have to incorporate that into the, the equation other than maybe a risk premium through expected future inflation. But as far as a risk premium regarding default, the market usually doesn't incorporate that into the, le the yield on treasury. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Again, expected future growth, expected future inflation. Makes sense, right? And then to a certain degree, Jeff points out that you've got expected path of short-term rates. Okay, got it. So what happens if the Fed continues to raise rates or talks with a very hawkish tone? Well, the market is going to, the expectations of the market is going to be for future and future Fed funds rate hikes. So they're going to factor that into the price of the 10-year, in other words, the yield. So you, what, what happens is if the bond yield, the treasury yield, goes up, but it doesn't go up at the same rate of the expected path of the short-term rates, then you have compression on how the market is viewing growth and inflation. And it's kind of tough to see on this first example, but let's go all the way over to the right 
And you can really see this. This visual is just absolutely perfect. So we go from here on the left, but then the Fed massively increases rates and the expectation of the path increases dramatically. But we do see bond yields go up. I think if I'm not mistaken, you got to watch this video because it's fantastic. But I think uh, Jeff was comparing the 10-year rate at the end of 2021 to where it is now, something like that. But he shows that the uh, rates went up by, let's just say 200 basis points. And so he says, yes, it is true that the rates on the 10-year have gone up. But that doesn't necessarily mean that future growth expectations and future inflation expectations have gone up. That might not be what that yield is telling you. Because, as he points out in this far right example, if the black triangle or black rectangle, excuse me, goes up and the long-term bond yield doesn't go up at the same rate, then you've got that compression. That means expected future growth and expected future inflation is shrinking to the point where, I mean, it's, it's, it's possible for the young, for the long-term bond yield to almost exclusively represent the expected path of short-term rates, in which case expected future growth and expected future inflation could be zero. And in fact, they could be negative. And theoretically, the bond yield still may be increasing based on what the market is predicting the Fed is going to do at the front end of the curve. So the yields have, have taken this same path. So I think the argument for a hard landing would be the fact that, yes, yields have gone up, but they haven't gone up near as much as the expected path of short-term rates. Therefore, the market is telling you it expects almost zero in future future growth or future inflation, which would mean, well, I'm not going to say that would mean a financial crap or a financial crisis. It could be an economic crisis. Uh, but what that means is the market is predicting that there's not just going to be a recession, but there's going to be a strong enough recession that the inflation rate will come down, even if it just comes down to, let's say, zero or maybe even negative temporarily. And I want to remind everyone that going into the GFC, the CPI was right off the top of my head, roughly 5%. Josh, maybe you can fact check me on that real quick. And then in 2009, we got a quarter of actual deflation. So again, this is not a, a prediction on my end. All I'm doing is saying this is what the bond market, in my interpretation, is projecting. This is their the bond market's base case. And I think that this diagram from Jeff Snyder illustrates that perfectly, perfectly. And I cannot suggest subscribing to his channel enough. Everyone's got to go over there and and do that and, and try to watch as much of Jeff's content as, as you possibly can. And uh, just hopefully he'll keep adding those visuals along with what he says. So mo more people can follow it, more people can understand it. And boy, the more people that understand what Jeff Snyder is saying, I think as a society, we're, we're all better off for it. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.